Good evening, Mervor Abayisai. Let's get back to the middle of Cheshben Yud Zayin 17. And he was talking about where people uh, get associated with different crowds and uh, the many sins that could come about from being with crowds, certainly with crowds who are ksilim, are fools, not tamid echachamim. And uh, one of the disadvantages, it's interesting way that he puts it, one of the disadvantages about being associated in a group of people who are sinners is that it places the obligation of rebuke upon this person who's with them. And he says rebuke comes in three ways. As the Pasuk says in the Parashish, you must surely rebuke someone from your nation. You have to rebuke another Yid who's doing something wrong. And it could be one of three ways. Either you uh, physically you have to stop him from doing this sin, doing this Havera, like Pinchas who stopped Cosby and Zimri. If one can't do that, so then at least they have to outwardly protest and uh, and tell the person he has to stop, tell the person, hey, you're saying Lashonara, you're not allowed to talk Lashonara. And if he can't do that, so then we have a Pasuk in Tehillim, at least in your heart, David Amelach says, he wasn't, he didn't have the ability to protest, didn't have the ability to say anything in that situation, so therefore in his heart he, he said, this is not where I want to be. So this is how Chavazov describes these three scenarios. If he can protest and he doesn't, he's coming up short with his obligation. And if it's too difficult for him to be meicha biyadai, sounds like already he's exempt. Then a person has to use physical, use, uh, use words, he has to, if he can't you do it physically, so then at least he has to speak outright against the sin that's going on. He can't even do that. Then he's obligated, at least in his heart, in his mind, to think that. Because certainly there's always going to be Ignorant people who are going to sin. So, Chavis of Abbas then tells us, But if a person is alone, that means he finds himself not with people. He keeps to himself, certainly not in these groups. Then, So then he's, he's uh, gotten himself out of, he's exempt himself from putting himself in this t- difficult situation of having to rebuke other people. And it's very difficult to fulfill this. Like the Gemara says, One person said to the other, I don't know if there's anybody in this generation that's able to accept rebuke. And the other one says, Back from I don't know if anybody in this generation knows how to give rebuke. Wow, that's so many times we're talking about the times of the Gemara. 
the truth is that we should take a look at the Rambam here. Let's just have the Rambam tells us this halacha. Rambam in Hilkas Deus, Hilkas Deus Perik Vov, Halacha Zayin. Person sees a friend of his who's sinning. Or he's going on a bad path. Not a good path for this person. It's a mitzvah to bring him back to do good. Sometimes we think, oh, you have to be like a policeman. You have to stop the person. No. As some of the Rishonim describe, it's really out of the goodness of the uh, the feeling of goodness towards this person. You feel for this person. You don't want him to go down. You don't want him to to, to do Averis. You don't want him to get Gehenim. Like an example that's given. person's about to eat food, which is rotten. He doesn't realize that. He doesn't realize it's spoiled. And it's going to make him ill. And uh, several hours after he eats it, he's going to have uh, terrible pain. So you just want to a person say, oh, listen, you know, I, I wouldn't eat that food. It's uh, it's spoiled. It's, it's going to make you ill. Yeah? So you're not doing so out of like harshness, you're protesting. You're doing it for his own good. So this is the same thing. You see a, a person about to to eat something that's not kosher. So you go to the person, you say, you know, by the way, I don't think you, you would want to eat that. You're not going to feel good after that may not be in a few hours, it may be later on, but this is not good for you. And out of the, the uh, friendliness that you have towards this person, you care for him, so you want to put a stop to you and say, I don't want you to do this, this is not a good thing for you. You're not supposed to, you, by the way, this thing that you're talking about, it's not permissible to, to say. Or this thing that you're doing on Shabbos, it's not permissible to do, to do this on Shabbos. Just out of the goodness of one's heart. That's what the Rambam saying. It's a mitzvah to bring him back to his good. Just inform him, by the way, this is not a good thing that you're doing for yourself. That's what should be done. And speak softly and gently because the, that's usually how it's going to be received well. I'm doing it for your own good. I want to make sure that you get Taylor I want to make sure that you don't have to get punished in Gehenim after this world. So you, you inform a person that way and you speak sincerely like that. So then, if he accepts it, that's great. And if not, so then you have to try to keep doing it until he's ready to hit you. The Bialokas writes in Simitov Reshes, you don't have to wait until he actually hits you, but if you see he's about to hit you, you could already stop. In other words, once you get to the point where he's not he's not taking this well, then you can stop. And this is the uh the uh Halok in in, in Zion and in Ches the Rambam says a little further, Don't speak harsh. Like, what are you doing over there? You're not allowed to do this. Stop the... Don't speak harshly. Until you embarrass him. Because the posse continues, You must rebuke. But make sure you don't do an avery yourself in the process. Sometimes a person is, is so agitated and is so zealous 
to try to get someone else to from stopping to doing to stopping someone else doing aveira that he in turn does an aveira by embarrassing the person and saying the wrong things, and usually it doesn't uh, win friends and influence people speaking that way. But as a matter of fact, the Chavis Avavis himself already is telling us that if a person feels he can't do it, so then he should not physically stop him, but he should at least verbally. There's an unbelievable line in Reb Chaim Velazhin, in Keser Reish, from Reb Chaim Velazhin, it says here about Teichach, about rebuke. Don't speak harshly. If you speak harsh words, it's not accepted well. It's not heard well. Persians should speak softly. Okay? I mean, we have it, Chazal, the, the, the Pesach says, The words of wise people are spoken and are heard when, when they are said softly and gently. But let's say the person's nature is not like that. He can't bring himself to talk softly and refined and gentle. That's just not him. He says, He said, let's say a person can't find himself. It's just not the way his personality is. Rabbi says he is exempt from the mitzvah of Teichacha. An amazing thing. You would think, that, what do you mean? This is a mitzvah. You have to do it. No. What if a person doesn't have an arm? If he doesn't have an arm, he can't put on tefillin. He's potter from the mitzvah of tefillin. A person who doesn't have within his nature be able to speak properly and softly to get his message across that it will be received well on the other side, a person who's doing the Aveira, if he can't do that, potter um person's exempt. And this is probably the 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 reason why we don't have many people who uh, give Teichach today. Maybe that's even what the Gemara says. I'm not sure if we have people who know how to rebuke. But I, I just should, should point out that it has to be that this is the reason. Because it can't be that we have this American mentality that, uh, you know, live and let live. Or mind your own business. I remember many, many years ago, probably 25 years ago, when the uh, late Mashkiach, Reb Nassim Vachtweigel, when he used to give shmuz in the base medrash, and let me give once a whole shmuz, it was in Yiddish, but he was talking about this concept of when one has to give rebuke, and he says, in America, Muhammad Azach, mind your own business. And he was saying, That's, it's, it's not a Torah concept. Mind your own business is not a Torah concept. It's not true. We call Yisrael Arevim We're obligated to to one another. We're supposed to have Ahava towards one another that we want what's the best for the other person. So that can't be the excuse. So that's why here we, we say that the if we find ourselves refraining from speaking out against somebody else or rebuking somebody else, it shouldn't be with the thought, listen, you know, it's not my business, you know, what he does, you know, I don't want him to give me rebuke, so I'm not going to say anything to him, or it's, it's just not, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not socially accepted for me to, to say that someone else is doing something wrong. That's incorrect. The terrorist says this is an obligation to do, we have to do it. 
Now, if a person feels, listen, I don't know how to say it properly. I don't think he's going to listen. I don't want him to start hitting me or hating me. That's already grounds for an excuse why a person wouldn't say that. But it has to be thought of in that in those terms. Like Reb Chaim Belozhin is saying, when a person feels like I'm just not equipped to be able to rebuke somebody else, then he's butter, he should feel bad. He says, listen, I'm, it's like I don't have an arm, I can't do, do this particular mitzvah. That's acceptable. But for the person to say that, it's just not its not a, uh, an acceptable practice in today's day and age to rebuke somebody else, that is, is incorrect. So that's what we have to at least put it into the right perspective. That there are ways to give rebuke. The halakh is about rebuke. There's a locus in in Shokanorah and Timisim and Tofresh Ches in Shokanorah Tofresh Ches actually in Hilkas Yemakipurim where it talks about it and uh, there are halachas that if something is explicit in the Torah it's mafurish in the Torah and then you have to protest you have to tell people even if you know they're not going to listen still you have to tell them at least one time you have to tell them that it's a uh, it's forbidden to do such a thing. And again, it has to be either until he's ready to hit you or ready to curse you. At that point, you don't have to. So this is getting back to the Chavos of Abbas here. As you see, that this is one of the advantages, is that if a person is not always found amongst people who are talking and doing things which are incorrect, he saves himself this headache, at least, from having to rebuke them which is really an obligation. Good. Hold on here, Mitz Hashem. Getting into other areas where Kavasavavis is going to tell us the pitfalls of being in such groups. Agut Tanacht.